0: This is Gerald Salenti. It's Thursday, July 23rd, 2020. And here are some of today's trends in the news on the market front. It's kind of mixed over there in uh, Asia, but that Hang Sang keeps hanging higher. And Europe and the United States is down. Gold, 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 looking golden. Again, you knew it first. You had the best gold forecast than anywhere in the world. We picked the beginning of the gold bull run at one thousand three hundred thirty-two dollars an ounce, June sixth, two thousand nineteen. And what happened about a month and a half ago? We said, watch that silver, watch that silver, and it's been up now about uh, well over three to four dollars, so an ounce. Dow drops 350 points as tech shares slide. S&P 500 snaps four-day winning streak. Microsoft and Apple led the broader market lower. And one of the reasons it was lower because U.S. weekly job claims came in at 1.4, 1,416,000 for last week, marking the 18th straight week in which initial claims totaled more than 1 million. And they thought about 1 three millions would be out of wake. And on Wednesday, sources told CNBC that Republicans were considering extending the $600 a week unemployment benefit at a reduced rate of $100 per week. And today, Secretary Stephen Mnuchin said extension of unemployment benefits was based on approximately 70% wage replacements. They're going to keep this thing going, artificially propping it up. End of story. It's going to decline. and we're in, a, we're in a cataclysmic economy, unlike anything seen in the world before. And that's why, again, gold prices are going up. I want to read you this headline. Weekly claims turn higher as coronavirus jobs crisis inflicts more damage. Not the job crisis inflicts more damage. And no one says this. It's the politicians, the government, that have inflicted damage, that have destroyed people's businesses. Gold prices jumped more than 1%, just shy of $1,900 level on Thursday, boosted by easing dollar and hopes for more stimulus to revive virus-hit economies. Not virus-hit economies, disgusting politicians, murderers and thieves that destroy the economies. And what else do we have? Dollar index weakened to two-year low and negative yields. So we got negative yields. So why are you going to invest in that? That's why people are investing. Even though silver prices went down today, that's why people are investing in gold and silver. We see no end in sight because more cheap money, end of story. Cheaper money goes, higher precious metals go. Silver surges to six-year high. This is yesterday as buyers bet on crucial role of green recovery. You know what that is? Oh shit. You got it. You know what it really is? Oh shit. You got it. Because as the economies go down, countries, particularly emerging markets, are gonna burn the cheapest crap they could get, and that's gonna be coal. Silver prices are going up, not because they're gonna be using it in solar panels and everything else. Yes, that's part of it. But the big part is, The digital currencies, backed by nothing and printed on nothing, are worth nothing. Oil prices fell 2% on Thursday on surge of coronavirus cases that triggered fears of a hit to demand and the latest diplomatic spat between U.S. and China. So, oil prices are going down because demand is going down. How about all that airline travel? It's not happening. Again, all the data is in your trends journals. US crude inventories also weighed on prices. Crude and distillate inventories rose unexpectedly as fuel demand slipped last week. Halliburton's talking about oil slashes costs as losses hit $1.7 billion. They're the ones who work at all these oil companies applying all this other stuff. It's gone. You're gonna look at oil, you're looking if oil prices hit $50 this year, and most nations that are oil rich and oil poor can't survive on that low number. Hong Kong is world's most valuable bourse again. I'm making this point because China shut down Hong Kong, China's taking back in control, and China's gonna do anything they can to stay ahead on the global marketplace. It's all about money virus spending leaves developing nations in debt. Developing nations. Some of the world's largest developing economies will face a fiscal crisis in the coming years unless they can roll back huge increases in public spending enacted in response to the COVID-19. Analysts say it's not the COVID-19, it's the slime balls that lock down the economy again You could see it here. Crisis is coming unless they can roll back huge increases in public spending and central banks pumping out all this cheap money and that's why gold prices and silver prices are going up. China's residential market signals uncertainty. All the data's there. Numbers are going down. Record low mortgage rates, fuel a jump in home sales. Yep, they're record low, but Driving sales are apartment renters seeking more space, young families moving to the suburbs, and wealthy city dwellers looking for second homes. But then you'll read the numbers. And what do we have here? Even with the jump in home sales, monthly active activity remains well below levels that were seen just before the spring. Lockdowns, June sales marked a 11.3% decrease. European banks face deluge of bad loans. United Airlines to cut more flights in quarter. The Chicago-based reported a loss of $1.6 billion and said it plans to fly 35% of its normal schedule. Oh, there's gonna be a bounce back. 35% of its normal schedule. Las Vegas Sands revenue drops 97%. This is that guy Sheldon Adelson. Yeah, you know the guy. Gave Trump all that campaign money. Ain't gonna get it this year. Down 97% and it keeps going on. Mattel post second quarter sales decline. Coke sales fall. Coca-Cola said revenue fell 28%. LinkedIn to cut 6% of its staff. Users flocked to Twitter during pandemic, but ad revenues fall one of these places after another, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Google, whether it's Voxvice, all of them. Buzzfeed, one after another, Ad sales going down. Putting out less information, by the way, and we keep putting out more information. What was the last Trends Journal? Over 70 pages? Ann Taylor, owner, to close 1,600 stores after bankruptcy filing. Men's Warehouse, Josh A. Bank, parent weighs closing locations. Important, Chipotle, triples its online sales. Oh, great, they triple their online sales. And that helped the Newport Beach burrito chain post the same store sales decline of 9.8%. And their CEO says, safety is still an overreaching theme. So they're going to do more drive-ins. It's not safety, it's fear. It's fear. And that's all the prostitutes keep selling in the politicians. So now you have that digital orders made up 61% of its revenue. Right over here, around the corner, there was a Dunkin' Donuts. They just announced to the guy that owns the building, a friend of mine, they're gone. They're gone. Driving. And I said to him, boy, I hope somebody else rents it out that's local We're enough to see a Dunkin' Donuts place. More restaurants forced to close as virus fears keep diners away. There you got it virus effects on retailers, worse than expected. Not worse than expected. We said this would happen. One article after another that said, well, it's worse than expected. Worse than expected that people can't see the future and by the pure, oh, shit. that it's gonna bounce back. It's gonna bounce back. Yeah, we had that clown Cuomo's quote in the Trends Journal and all the other ones saying it was gonna come back. Short on cash, small businesses brace for long-term crisis. All the data is here. The numbers are terrible. Tourist spots open, but with few tourists. Small retailers devise their own safety guidelines. I mention this because it's totally moronic and stupid They're making up their own crap. Just like you could sit down and eat, but when you stand up, you gotta put a mask on. Egypt, onto some geopolitics, backs deployment of troops in Libya. We wrote about this, that it was going to happen, now it's happening. And I'm mentioning this because Libya, I mean Egypt rather, they're in severe depression. That country's a hellhole. And now they're going to go fight a war over there? And they're backing the guy that's against the UN, Hafta. The CIA guy, former CIA, former CIA guy, still CIA. U.S. will send agents to Chicago. Law enforcement officials, familiar with the plan, said more than 100 federal agents will focus on illegal gun sales of fugitives and bringing federal gun prosecutions in the city that has seen 385 murders this year. As of mid-July, a 48% increase. From the same time last year, Trump pushes law and order message. In comments, yesterday, Mr. Trump blamed extreme politicians for the uptick in violence, part of an election year push that some advisers hope will boost his support with suburban voters. So Trump is sending in more federal troops. Obama, the Nobel Peace, the crap prize winner that all the liberals loved. On New Year's Eve 2011, signed the National Authorization Act, I forget the, the right name of it, where uh, National Defense Authorization Act, that's it, that did away, abrogated the Posse Comitatus Act of 1878 that prohibited, or I should say, which limits the power of federal government in use of federal military personnel to enforce domestic policies within the United States. That's right. Obama did it, Trump's trumping it. I'm not so sure if Trump is gonna win right now. We'll have to see. It was my forecast that he would, but... Senate rejects ban on transfer of military-grade weaponry to police. So they want to get rid of all this, the armored cars and all this other stuff. The militarized police, this isn't who the police are supposed to be in America. They write in the toilet paper record. The program enacted by Congress in the early 1990s, not enacted by Congress, pushed by the murderous, slimy, crime, criminal, thief, Bill Clinton, and kept going with Obama. House passes defense bill by supermajority. Isn't that great? 740 billion bucks as the economy's going down, more money going to the military-industrial complex. Very important, from yesterday's toilet paper record, coronavirus update, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention found that the number of infected people, quote, far exceeds the number of reported cases, end quote. In some sections of the country, the study said the actual infection rate was up to nearly 13 times higher. 13 times higher, huh, okay. So far, we got what? Four million cases in the United States. 13 times that is 52 million cases. Man, about 145,000 people have died. 145,000 people out of 52 million cases, your survival rate is the grand total of 99.72. Yeah, they don't mention it there, and they don't mention it in the follow-up story. CDC finds big difference in infection versus reported cases. They don't, it's a, the numbers are there and Centers for Disease Control, excuse me, AP and NORC, Cent- Center for Public Affairs poll, very few Americans want schools to reopen. This is important. Got no bus drivers, no janitors, no wait staff, no cooks, no preparing, no electricity, no fuel, no air conditioning. Hey. You don't need all these teachers to teach third graders. In New York State, you could have one third grade teacher, every state, one fourth, one fifth, one teacher for all the classes, get the best. And we fire all these other teachers. We're not gonna be using these buildings. Lower our ridiculously high school taxes. It's going to be a major issue for a new third party. Retailers face hard lesson. This year, back-to-school season's unpredictable in more ways than one. I'm mentioning this because, you know what I said, ghost towns. You're going to have the, uh, the, these, these cities, rust belts, that are going to be college towns. And now all the stores that aren't selling things, the so kids go back to school. Drastic cuts threaten to hobble the transit system in New York. Yep. Humans made trek 30,000 years ago. This is from today's Wall Street Journal. Archaeologists in Mexico found stone tools and other signs that people were living in North America 30,000 years ago, much earlier than widely believed. Yeah, no kidding. We don't have a clue went on. We don't have any idea. But I'll tell you one thing we have an idea of. 2020 is gonna be remembered hundreds of years from now as when the world changed. This is Gerald Salenti, and that's some of today's Trends in the News. The COVID-19 war has changed the world, but who's prepared? What's next? It's in your Trends Journal. Trends Journal subscribers are prepared. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. Read history before it happens. From the world leader in trend forecasting.